kids, we're back again! Attention Deficit Order! Season 17, Episode 12! Yes, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and this is our other host. Our other host. Who? What? You. Oh, hi. Who's our other host? I'm Skip. Yeah! Okay, guys. A lot of stuff, a lot of more stuff has happened this week. Uh, besides PlayStation and Xbox fucking. There's a lot more stuff going on. I don't know if it's as important. Um, we referred to them as Gorbachev and Reagan getting together last week. Apparently that that uh, that didn't go over well. So uh, did no, it's okay. This is like um, okay, uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant becoming friends. Okay, in, in the ring of in the in the vein of wrestling. Oh my this, no, God. this is like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan becoming a tag team partnership. That's what it's like. PlayStation and Xbox. It's like Hogan and Macho Man getting gay married. There we go. That's what it is. Yes. Okay. <coughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, speaking of which, okay, we'll start off with um, uh, video game shit. Or what have you been smoking lately? What I've been smoking is um, uh, Vapor. It's called, no, Viper Kush Wax. It's pretty good. Uh, it's like 85%. And then I've been smoking um, sugar wax, just straight sugar wax. Uh, and that's like a crumbly, it almost looks like uh, wet sand. You know? <laughs> Weird. Picture like wet sand. You know, that's what it looks like. Um, I keep it in the refrigerator. Uh, if it gets probably room temperature, it'll probably look like liquid. Yeah, so for me, um, I just went to the club the other day and I picked up an uh, eighth of some decent, um, God, what's the strain? Ice cream cake, they call it. It's a hybrid. <laughs> Ice cream cake. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's pretty strong. It's not the best weed out there, but again, I live in the fucking valley. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, uh, when I go to uh, see Godzilla later this week, up, I'm going to go up to the city. So I'm going to stop by the Barbary Coast beforehand. I'm going to go there straight from work. And I'll probably sit in there for a little while. And pick up some of their uh, quality dabs. And then sit at the dab bar. That seems to be my routine now every time I go up there. <laughs> shocking. What? Well, it's right up the street. Not shocking at all, actually. <laughs> you know. You know, if we ever go to a movie, man, we'll go over there first. And uh, hit, hit up the uh, Barbary Coast. And you can... No, that sounds fun. Yeah, you could stock up for your way back home and then... Yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. So yeah, I've spoken that, and then I've been smoking. Um, uh, I have a the syringe of Jack Herrera oil, so I've been dabbing that, and then I've been eating uh, those two hundred fifty milligram peanut butter. Or not, um, not the whole cookie. I've been eating like pieces of. I cut it into like little eighths of um, what is it? Gingerbread. 
And then I have these gum, and then I have these uh, 300 milligram drops that are, uh, it's like a bag of 300 milligrams. So I suck it on those every once in a while. Like little lozenge kind of things? Yeah. And I've been eating those uh, cushy punch gummies, those 100 milligrams. I saved those for the movies though. So I don't do those every day. But I'll, I'll like, like say for Godzilla, I'm going to eat like two of them. You know, eat like 200 milligrams for Godzilla. <laughs> I'll, yeah. eat, I'll eat one for each foot tall. <laughs> Godzilla is. That's how many milligrams you're going to consume? Yeah. Times it by two. No, I'll eat 100 milligrams for each foot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a couple thousand milligrams, bud. <laughs> Isn't good. <clears throat> they what? Like 150 <clears throat> feet tall or some shit? Uh, no, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how big this one's gonna be. I don't want to. I don't want to know the size of the new Godzilla. Well, do I? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how tall he's. He's. It's huge, dude. From the trailers I've seen, that's why I want to see this on the biggest screen possible. Right. Because you want to get that size, and I'm gonna go see Ma on Saturday. And then I'm going to go see Godzilla on a normal screen with M. <laughs> Let's put it this way. You'd have to eat about 4,000 milligrams of THC if you're going to do what you said you are. 100 milligrams per foot of Godzilla. Oh, 100 milligrams. Yeah, I'm going to eat 100 milligram gummy for each foot. Godzilla is tall. 40,000 milligrams then. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'd be like those monkeys in those fucking videos. Right, when they fucking gave Horses. the elephant like tons of weed <laughs> overdosed. Yep. Or I'll be like Homer Simpson in hell with donuts. <laughs> but with like gummies. Yeah. <laughs> like weed gummies. <laughs> That's what it would be like, yeah. You'd be the first documented OD of weed at that point, probably. No, he wouldn't OD. You'd just pass out. You just With get sick. 40,000 milligrams of THC? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that might do it. It really might. <clears throat> well, let's try it, guys. I mean, especially if you just sat down and ate them all at once before it all kicked in. Oh, my gosh. You couldn't. You couldn't feel that much in your belly. <clears throat> and you well, maybe, maybe in liquid form. Maybe. Yeah, it'd have to be, it couldn't be just straight gummies. You could get 40,000 milligrams of liquid. THC in your body just like like sop it up like olive oil and bread mm-hmm. and just start eating it <laughs> <laughs> right. be like that scene uh what was that in nice dreams right when uh Cheech and Chong were in Amsterdam uh-huh and they were at the weed cafe and they just eating oh. tons and tons of weed and then all of a sudden fucking yeah yeah, Cheech yeah. is tripping yeah was that uh, nice yeah that no nah, uh I forget so- they all blend together, man. Anyway, Chong was like dressed in like a pink fucking dress with like a big giant hat and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember they were just eating pot leaves, like a salad. They're eating like pot salads. But yeah, there were other ones too. Like, like it was a whole thing. They got like a full meal and everything had cannabis in it. Yeah, I, still I remember. Smoking. That's- still smoking. It was the movie Still Smoking. Yeah, I just. I just saw Tommy Chong driving around smoking a CBD in a pen. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> it's in a pen. <laughs> you just you just uh, hold this down, this button down, and don't forget that you're holding it. 
and then smoke away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, wow. It's like the modern joint is the fucking vape pen. Pretty much. <clears throat> it is. But, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've actually smoked my vape pen before I went and saw Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin, yes, the other week. I haven't, but that was the first time in like probably two months, three months. <laughs> Damn, so the oil's just all crusty on the inside, dried out and shit. No, it was all good. It's like half full. And uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty weird. That's the primary way I smoke is my vape pen. Really? Yeah, for me, it dries out my tongue too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have that problem. For me, I do. It, it dries out because I keep smoking it like all, you know. Like, it dries out my tongue, and then uh, I think it was making me paranoid. It was making my heart race. It was, like, too intense. Mm. Like, if I, it, all it would do is just straight, you know, make my heart race and make me paranoid. I, that's when I was smoking the pens is when I was getting paranoid in the movie theaters. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Remember, I'd get, like, I'd get all claustrophobic and freak out. I still mm-hmm. do a little bit, but not like when I was smoking those vape pens. Because I'd go and smoke them, and then my heart would start racing. I'd sit down and be like, tick, 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 tick. oh my god, <laughs> you know. I think that's what, yeah. I think that's what was happening. You know. So when I went and saw Aladdin, was I paranoid? No. Was I? No. No. Even though the, those prime seats are like butting up against the wall, <laughs> like there's no space for these seats. People have to lift their feet up when you walk by. Really? Yeah. You. What? I thought the whole point was going to like giant fucking <clears throat> recliners. Well, these recl- these recliners, they they no, there's not a lot of space. There's a wall in between you, but there's about uh, six inches in between the wall and that cushion. Mm-hmm. So you're like scooting by. You're like, oh, okay, and people have to lift their feet up. It's uh, it's crammed in there, but it's. I'm trying to think of the other ones. God, I haven't compared them to the other ones. And the next time I go to a different prime theater, I need to measure the wall distance. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm just measuring the wall distance from the chairs. What I do, I walk through the row. My wife thinks I'm insane, and I just I scoot the chairs back while I'm walking down the row. They're heavy as shit, though, so I have to sit there and just like with my knee. And like scoot, and I. That's why I want to get there early. So I scoot all the chairs back in my row. <laughs> so, and if my chair is not in the center, I'll scoot it over to the center. <clears throat> I'll do that. I'll push other people out of the way. You know, that's what. There, there's so much play in between some of these seats at the others, at not the prime, but the others, the other theaters in that, um, in that movie, play, in that movie theater, all the other um, mm-hmm. cinemas. Is that what they'd be called? I don't know. Yeah, you move them around. Move the seats around so you get there early and just boom, move your seat in the middle. Move like F5 and 6 over to the right. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny. But yeah, that's movie etiquette, guys. I got more movie etiquette. Wear black. Wear black shoes. Don't wear hats in the fucking movie theater. Uh, If you do, take it off. Uh, What's the other one? Don't talk. Don't put your cell phones in the fucking cup holders. That's a rookie move. When you get a text, oh yeah, it vibrates the whole fucking cup. 
Um, so I put what? I said I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, so I don't get any of that. Well, yeah, but people don't do that. They'll just put their phone in their cup holder, and then be like, brr, Laugh brr. Them. "Tell them to do it right next time." Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's the other one? Eat quietly. Open your shit up before the movie starts. All your fucking noisy rappers. Uh, you know, all all that shit. You know, have all all your like I open up like five M and M's or hang out, open all that shit up before the movie starts. Um a couple times and like open up like squeaky bottle caps and stuff in loud parts of the movie. Just simple etiquette, guys. But uh I don't know. That's just me though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Gears 5 is coming out September 4th, Ultimate Edition September 10th. Yeah, we said that before, but this is what we didn't know. It's going to um, have open world elements. Uh, we'll run at 4K60, and that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's all we know now. Open world, huh? Open world elements in a Gears game. So what does that mean? I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that. I'd like to see what they mean by that. Show it off in a trailer or something. Oh, uh, they play. will in two weeks at E3. There's wanna... Xbox is going to open up. Now, what, what's the first trailer? I think Gears is going to be the first trailer at E3. Absolutely. Is going to crack it off, and they're going to have a surprise at the end. Something we haven't heard of yet from from one of those studios that's been working on something. That's what I think. It's going to be one of those mm-hmm. two things is going to happen. Well, Gears 5, definitely, because that's right around the corner. That's coming out in September, so they're trying to push that. Uh-oh, vape juice time. Mm-hmm. Um, nicotine flowing, man. Nicotine in a bottle, dude. Isn't that weird? And then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Works, though. I haven't had a cigarette in four years. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's good. Good for you. I haven't had a cigarette <laughs> in... Fuck, when was the last time I had a cigarette? Let me think. Fuck off, asshole. 20 Your five. 2005 yeah that's pretty good though for me you know then i went to sodas i kicked that so i'm pretty good okay let's see kicking most of my vices i have weed that's a vice but so what that's healthy sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey out of, out of one out of three isn't bad i could be smoking and um, drinking um sodas and smoking weed mm-hmm that's true. You know, so I think that's pretty good. Okay, what did you think of the Dark Fate trailer and the Rev Nine Terminator? I didn't watch either. Rev Nine Terminator? He's in the Dark Fate trailer. So Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm back in school for my last little bit and I have no free time. Oh, okay. So my Captain class, which is basically like this is the one that matters. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you about it then. Sounds good. Like you're an audience member now. So, the Dark Fate trailer starts off Mexican Terminator, guys. We have a Mexican Terminator. Um, it starts off hey. in Mexico. Um, Wait, does he actually say hasta la vista? <laughs> uh, he, I bet you he will, dude, now that you've said that. Holy shit. <laughs> so, hosta la vista. He'll say like totally like, over pronunciation. Welcome to Mexico. It's like, uh, this Terminator's a little racist. 
How do you mean I'm a racist Terminator? This is how we know, this is how we think Mexicans sound. Think it's going to be like that? I mean, it could so, be. Skynet was an American creation, so it's probably inherently racist. <laughs> It'll be like, hotos, it's me, Terminator. Yeah, what? I'm the Terminator. What? Yeah, that's going to be hilarious. And then it'll have, um, it'll have that mariachi music playing every time he shows up. <laughs> you know, what, what's that music? That fun. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, Oh my god, I can hear him. Here he comes. Pulls up in a fucking hydro fucking shocked 64 Impala every time. Oh, there's a whole It's me, Terminator. Oh my god. Okay, what's that music called? I need to look it up. Well, one of them's La Cucaracha. Okay, there we go. L A C O. Uh, L A. There we go. U C. Something like that. That's what he's going to play right there. Bam. He'll show up. Boom. But Odele, friends. I am El Terminator. What's a, what's a, what's what? Oh, come on. That's not working. Okay. Yeah, that's but not still, it. But still, dude. That Terminator, Mexico, they're going to do something. They're going to do something with it. Like, like they're going to say something. He's going to... Well, he already busts through a wall in the trailer, so... <laughs> a Mexican goes, oh, yeah. Terminator busting through a wall in the trailer is already saying something. Right? Mm-hmm. So... He's going to show up every time. Odale, it's me! Mexican Terminator coming over here. How, how can he pass for me? Yeah, so it's um, it's the guy who plays. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, he plays uh, uh Ghost Ghost Rider in the uh in the Shield. It's that guy. I never watched the Shield. Oh. Well, never did, no, neither did I, but I've seen him. It's Ghost Rider who drives a car in S.H.I.E.L.D. So. Well, with that together. Then, okay, so Mexican Terminator shows up. He's fighting, um, what's her name? <coughs> Sarah Connor. Yeah, Sarah Connor shows up out of all of a sudden. They're blowing shit up. Sarah Connor shows up. With a shotgun, of course. Classic Terminator shot. But it's a huge, like, semi-automatic fucking... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's like an assault shotgun now. <clears throat> well, no, she has fucking... She has, like, a huge uh, drum barrel on it. So it's just like, dig, dig, like a round drum barrel on it. And she's like, dig, oh, dig, yeah. dig, dig. And then she takes a rocket launcher and shoots it. But this Terminator can clone itself. So that was one of its clones. <laughs> it can duplicate. Ooh. It can replicate off of other metals, I guess. It's like, and it's black. It's all black Terminator with black teeth. That doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> Why would the Terminator have black teeth? Well, maybe that was the that was the uh, that was the um, the uh, copy. So maybe that's why. Yeah, it could be. <clears throat> but yeah, black Terminator guys, get ready for it. 
No more shiny Terminator. It looks computer generated as all fucking hell. You know, when, when it shows the Terminator, like his face getting ripped open, the whole, like his whole face looks computer generated. It doesn't work. It's going to be another 40 to $60 million movie. It's the next Genesis is what you're saying, huh? Yeah. It'll probably have some cool action set pieces because it's from the director of Deadpool. This is what he, because he didn't direct Deadpool 2. He went off to do this. It's produced mm-hmm. by James Cameron. That's going to end. I don't know why Linda Hamilton, it looks like she has dust in her hair or something. <laughs> her hair is like this weird gray color, but it looks like there's always like dust in it, like she's a chinchilla. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Like if you took her hair, if you put her hands in her hair and just like shook it, all this dust would fly out of it. Hmm. I don't know why. It's maybe it's the way the angles of her hair and like the color they've given it, but it looks dusty. And it's reflecting off the uh dusted road. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I'll go see it definitely, at least twice. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't. It's gonna be like fifty, sixty million dollars. You know, definitely it'll be like me. Like, oh yeah, here's Terminator. Okay, cool. Bye. Later, Terminator. Right? Are you gonna go see it or or see it when it comes out on video or eventually see it at some point? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Been burned by everything I've tried to start watching after T2. Well, yeah, but we have uh, Mexican Terminator. Yeah, I don't know that that's enough uh, to pull me in. Oh, come on. Hate to say it. He's going to be fighting for the Mexican people. A Mexican Terminator. I'll be back. No, oh, no mas? Mas. I wonder if he speaks English or Mexican. What do you think? Think he's bilingual? Of course. A brown Terminator. Why would they make a brown Terminator? They had a girl Terminator before. I mean, come on. Why are they making girl Terminators? It's so weird, you know, like out of the blue. Uh, th- these things were just designed to shoot and kill everything. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they weren't designed to do everything they're doing now. You know, they just elaborated on it so much. You know, they just were t- designed to pass the dogs, you know, and get into the bases and kill everybody. That's what they were originally designed for, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, tick, 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 But wouldn't, yeah. the, wouldn't, the dog smell, wouldn't the dog smell something different on him anyway because it's a stranger? Well, Maybe. But more uh, hello, doggy. <laughs> like yeah, true. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, that's pretty funny. We'll see what happens with Terminator 2 and the Rev 9 edition. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh, also, I just finished uh, uh, Call of Duty... Or, uh, Wildlands, Ghost Recon Wildlands, two years in the making. You beat everything or you beat Uh, the last? Well, I beat most of it. I beat like, uh, I think 98% of it, 89% of it. Okay. So I beat a lot of it. I chipped away at a lot of that fucking thing. And uh, there's a couple of missions I just couldn't pass. I was like, fuck it. 
you know, but it didn't stop like the storyline from going forward. Right. I mean, once you beat three of the minion kind of bosses, then you can go to the main guy. So everything after that was extra credit. Yeah. So I beat all except maybe four, three to four of those bosses. Oh, wow. <clears throat> if that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's like six or seven of them, if I remember right. No, there's way more. There's like 15 or 20. No, like the big bad bosses just below the main guy. Oh, there's... I beat all those guys. Okay. Yeah, I beat everyone underneath El Sueño. And yeah, then just... everybody, uh, and then all the little guys around him. I killed all those guys. All the little guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you want to spoil it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so what happens at the end now, the, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a lead up to this one coming up. It makes sense now. Um, the lady you're talking to, man, I forget, Booker, I think her name is. Oh, yeah, the CIA chick yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she, she, she double crosses everybody. No, she's the new El Sueño. Yeah, and then, so you, I, you like do it, you have to go get to El Sueño within 10 minutes, right? So you're brrr, driving around, I learned, I'm like, okay, I just hop on the train tracks and drive straight up to El Sueño. Okay, because before mm-hmm. I was battling every fucking roadblock and I'm dying. Mm-hmm. So you just yeah, had, driving off cliffs and shit. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? How are you going to do this? So, boom, got up there eventually. Two minutes left, killed everybody. El Sueño shows up. Odale, I gave other people up. So now you're, uh, so now I work for the CIA. You know, and she's like, fuck you. Shoots him twice in the back of the head. Mm. And then she goes to jail, of course. And that's the, that's the setup for the next one. I bet she's going to be broken out by uh what's his face the guy all the st- all the fucking technology you're using striker tech uh-oh he dropped out guys okay i'll hang up on him striker technology i think it is am i is that right striker no it's striker swiker technology i don't know what it's called guys let me call him back Okay, now he can call me back in a second. But the uh what was it? Um <coughs> Are you hear that wheeze? <sighs> there he is. Yo. No more video for me. I don't know what happened. Okay, so no I'm trying to still trying to think of it like striker technology. Striker whatever the fuck it's called. Uh you can see me though, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the most important thing, right? Yeah. Like, dude, Jesus. <laughs> sniper. Sniper technology. What is this you're trying to think of? No, the uh, the 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 technology, the tech that they're using in the whole game that they've been using for years. Now that guy's gonna go against him in the uh, next one. And oh, the, uh, uh, I forget the but, name. But John Bernthal's character. Well, in him, he's the next ghost that's going to, like, team up with that guy. And, like, you piss him off at the end of the mission. I finally finished the mission with him. It's like, whatever. 
you suck. What's your problem? I'm like, wait, calm down. I recorded it and put it out on Xbox. What? What are you doing? So if you look at my recorded videos, you can see him talking to me. But well, yeah, I, I will get there eventually. I just haven't logged in, into the Xbox. In a, in a cutscene. Oh, I'm just telling everybody else. Mm-hmm. In, in a cutscene. So I don't know. It's funny. All right. Speaking of ain't it funny, let's do another game while you're looking that up. Rage 2! Rage 2. Okay, so this game is... It's weird because it's making me nauseous. I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe I need to turn the vision down. Because I have it like at 120, so it's like, boom. But maybe I need to turn it down to 70. You know? But they say the wider the vision, uh, the, the the wider the visual, or the lighter the visual scale, the less nauseated. But I don't know why. Maybe it's moving too smoothly? What do you think it is? Um, I mean, you've always had an inner ear problem. Or not always, but recently. Yeah, it but I play I, I play it, other uh, games. It's the 60 frames per second moving too fast for me. Could be. Maybe that's what it is. Because this is like butter smooth. It's like flying around. You know? I'm just like flying around. You know? So it's tricking your inner ear into you actually doing all those things and it's making you dizzy. Well, just slightly. I, I've, I've played the game for like four hours and four hour chunks and I'll feel a little bit dizzy afterwards. Like, I can't sit down and play the game for eight hours. I'll feel like throwing up. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe it is because it moves so smooth when I run around and stuff. Maybe that's what it is. Could be, bud. Yeah, I'm just like, ooh. I think the last time I played four hours of video games, I was fucking sick with the flu. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll play it in like, yeah. chunks. Like, right. like, that's small. Most people play those games in eight-hour chunks. You know, especially huge games like Rage 2. You know, this is a big game. So it's like a mixture of, you know, the Road Warrior game and, uh, you know, like the bases from like Far Cry with... But they ha- they're they called... Um, God, I'm totally blown up. <laughs> like, I'm all characters. <laughs> I'm playing for so long, but they didn't feel me nauseous. But they'll have, you know, different people. The guys in the swamp, they'll have the guys in the desert. They'll have, um, and they're all like, you know, different levels for different sections. And they have, um, and they have, uh, uh, like creatures that are underground that you can fight. So you soup yourself up, go down underground, kill these creatures. People in the town tell you about the creatures and it's like a mission. So it unlocks them on the map, you know, and you get bounties and stuff like that. So it's a large game. It's not like, it's not as tunneled as Rage. You know, where you're just like, okay, tunnel, tunnel, tunnel. Okay, you can only go over here. Uh, it, it moves. It moves like Doom. You know, it's like it's Doom not bad at all. No, yeah, it's like the Doom game, but that's what it moves like. That's what it reminds me of. With the shotgun, one of the great shotguns. The shooting's awesome. Um, you know, because they've always been good for shooting. The mm-hmm. uh, so like you you come across. Uh, they're called bandit nests. 
or bandit hangouts, and they have bandit blockades where they shut off part of the road, and you have to sh- beat them up and kill them and stuff to uh, lift the bridge for the road. <clears throat> stuff mm. like that. So like, oh hi, and they'll hang out and they'll and they'll be throwing, they'll be baseball batting like multiple grenades at you. You know, you, you'll hear them go, and you can. So you have like double jump. You have all these souped up fucking things. Right now, I have a double jump, uh, all the way souped up with a, uh, like hit the ground really hard, all the way souped up. It leaves a huge shock wave and it kills like everybody around you. Uh, have the ability to see through walls at a thousand yards. Um, like I soup that all the way up. You have a car you can soup up, and you, like right now I have a, a Icarus. It's like a it's like a flying drone that you can sit on. It's just like cruising around, you know. But you can't like fly over canyons and shit. You have to sort of stick to the roads. You know what I mean? You can't be like, oh, I'll go to the road over here. And you just start falling. <laughs> that's that's kind of weak. It is, but whatever. You know, that's what it, it is. What it is. <clears throat> they don't want you cutting across the map with this thing. You can't go really high. But it, it, is, uh, uh, it is handy, you know, because you can just fly over all the bandits in the road and stuff. And you can, you can cut across a lot, you know, but you just can't cut across canyons. Like if something's, you can go more of a straight line to stuff. You know, that's what it's there for, basically, instead of following the fucking roads all the way around, you know, because those roads are all windy and shit Mm -hmm. and covered in bandits. Yeah, there's you just run over them. They blow up. The explosions look good. The graphics look okay. You know, they're good, but they could be better. Like they have uh, good explosions, fire. Uh, Yeah, so you're, you're basically I don't even know what the story is. You know, the story is like whatever. You're a guy. Oh. I better get all my stuff back. You know, one of those. It's more or less a run-around shooter. Mm-hmm. It's where you just run around, bam, bam, bam. You just go around collecting these pink chests that have um, these minerals in them or money. So you collect all those. Meteors fall, and you collect uh, minerals off the meteors after beating up a lot of bandits that are gardening it, guarding it. Mm-hmm. So those fall randomly all the time. Meteors fall, and then you look at your map and drive over to where it is. Okay, a little quick time event kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then they have, yeah, they have those huge creatures underground they have to beat up. And then they have racing in one area. You can race your cars around. And they have um, these other um, arenas where you can test your might, you know, just test all your abilities. So mm-hmm. I beat the, it's like four waves of enemies. I beat them all. And the first one, there's two big arenas. It's like, you know, like a weird game show thing that they have out in the desert. Okay. So it's like, yeah, come on. And then they drop down on you and start shooting at you. And then you shoot everybody else. So, yeah, the shotgun's great. It has a, a kickback mode in it. So you hold down one trigger, then you hit the other one. And it blasts back everyone who's in around you. It's pretty weird. The shotgun's OP, which is great. <laughs> uh, you can, I put on like uh, armor shattering rounds. So it breaks all the armor off of the people that have armor on them. Hmm. And, and then shoot them. Yeah, otherwise, you're just like, ping, ping, ping. You just have to shoot at them. One, oh, this one just, it just shatters it all. Oh, like in one blast, it's gone? Yeah, we yeah, shoot them in the heads of Besso because sh- sh- they're all wearing like metal helmets. And it shatters their metal helmet off. And then you have to shoot at them. A pistol, it takes like three rounds to uh, knock off their helmet. Yeah, it's all ping, ping, ping. 
And then, uh, yeah. So you, but you knock them back with a shotgun, or you have like a force blast type thing where you can push people back. You have a. Um, do you have? Do you have that weird crawl fucking star thing? Yes. That they had in the first oh yeah, one? yeah, oh yeah. This this the wing stick. So you're throwing the. You can throw the wing stick left and right. It, it, it works good. You know, this time around, you have six of those. You have six grenades. Uh, you can you can lob. Eventually, you can kick back the grenades that are coming at you. Uh, right now, I have a um, a smart rocket launcher you find in these arcs. So you go to these arcs, you get you can find a rocket launcher, which I found. I found the shotgun in there, and yeah, the rocket launcher is great. It locks on. Right now, I have it only souped up to locked on to two people, and each shot is eight missiles. <laughs> so like one shot's like, it's so it's like eight missiles going towards one guy and eight missiles going towards the other guy. It's it's great. Oh, it's total overkill, man. <clears throat> That's all the game is, is just a bunch of like cool ways to blow people up. Yeah, that's all it is. Ultra violence for the sake of it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You drop down on somebody and just smash them into the... F- and they just turn into mush. Um, <clears throat> I beat up a bunch of dogs. Like mutant dogs. And then I... Um, and there's one guy, I, I blew him up the rocket launcher. I go over to him. And his butt sticking up in the air with like a thong on or so it was just so weird. It was like half of his it was half of his torso. He was on like a ramp. Cause I was looking around for the boxes and stuff. Half it was half his torso. And I was on the ramp and it was like his legs were blown off. And he was just sitting there with his like butt in the air. Well yeah, these guys are like Mad Max Road Warrior ripoffs. And and apparently thongs are still in in the future. Yeah, and you can. They have monster truck cars. You know, they look like the new the Mad Max that Fury Road type cars. No, oh, right, right. You have big crazy suspensions for driving over the desert and shit. Yeah, yeah. There's like, like yeah, just like slammed like a a, a Chevy chassis on top of a monster truck. So it's just like, so you're driving that around. Then they have these other trucks that drive around and give you supplies if you need them. Uh, and they have other cars that drop napalm. They, uh, and then they have um, caravans. I haven't been able to beat one yet. And they have like multiple motorcycles that lay down these electrical lines across the highway. So it's like, dee, dee, like slows you down. But you have to yeah. beat, you have to blast through like eight motorcycle guys and then two more heavy armored guys before you even get to the truck. I just waste all my bullets. I'm just like, fuck it. I haven't, uh, I haven't done anyone yet. So. You know, it's a fun game, but it's making me nauseous a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It might be the 60 frames a second. You know, I can't slow it down, so. <clears throat> yeah, it could be. Yeah, and you just hop around these maps. Once you have, like, your minimum, like, I'm, like, medium souped up right now. Enough to beat anyone I come across, most likely. Right. I'm just, like, doot, 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 just hopping all over the place. Like, where'd it go? And you just press the thing and they all everyone turns purple on the map and you know exactly where everyone is. So you're just like, boom, running around, sliding and shooting and killing everybody. It's, uh, it's fun, but I don't know why it's making me nauseous. Hmm. After like three hours. Most games don't, though. I think it's the... I think it's the... I don't know. I, I think maybe it's the vision thing. Do you think that's why? I put my visuals at 120 it's like angles of degree yeah like, angles of degree and the and it was um at 70 when it started i mean because your eyes basically see in 180 not perfectly but pretty damn close 
Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had a widescreen monitor, this would be like, whoa. You can tell the difference. When you go in, you were, like, talking to somebody, and all the background goes away. <laughs> Just like, what? Oh, weird. Because <laughs> you can adjust it, and you can see the... I'm talking to an NPC, and you can see everything around him. You can see other people working. And then you're just like, whoop. And they say that. They say when it's a wider field of view, it's less nauseating than when it's narrow. Apparently not for you at all. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, huh. Yeah, because maybe it's too much. You know, my eyes are taking in too much. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be. Dude, I honestly couldn't tell you, but... It's, I mean, it hasn't happened in any other game. If that's the case, though, going forward, you might be in trouble. No, I've tried other games. Huh? You get special glasses or something. Maybe. But I've tried other games. Yeah. And they're fine. But those no. are like 30 frames a second. <laughs> right. And so the 60 frames may be what's causing you the problems, because that's the new part to all that, right? But I played Gears in 60 uh, frames. <clears throat> And that's fine. Hmm. Like the, I think it's the field of view, and it's a first-person shooter. And hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is feeling nauseous and not admitting it. It's like, oh, I'm fine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's got a little puke bucket right next to him. Yeah, playing like forcing themselves to it. Like I'll, if I start getting like slightly nauseous, I'll play for like ten more minutes and then put it down. Let's make, ugh, here it comes. I'm like, come on, one more bandit nest. Like, boop. Let's make, ugh. (laughs) Oh, man, Rage 2, man. It's the only game that's made me feel nauseous this um, season. Hmm. And I played Sea of Thieves, you know, with the drunk mode. And, like, that's a first-person hop around. I remember you saying that you were getting nauseous from playing that. That was the beta, though. They made the 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 um. Dr- I don't get drunk though, in the mm. game because it makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in real life. Yeah. And they turned da- they toned down like how drunk and weird the fucking screen gets. I think. Yeah. Probably. I, yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's strange. I, I've never had that happen with any game. Only like if after playing for hours. You know, when I was a kid from playing like um, Call of Duty, uh, Medal of Honor, you know. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten nauseous from a video game. From a first person. Only first person. No. I take that back. The original uh, Prey game that came out for, I think it was the 360. Yeah. That was like, ooh. Yeah. You got pulled up into the alien spaceship and you're walking around and like every fucking surface was a potential pathway through the spaceship. And so you walk up the wall onto the ceiling and all of a sudden there's a new door right in front of you and you go through that and then you walk around again. Like that started getting me a little nauseous. Yeah, and then there's that one part where... Because I was running from aliens, right? They're chasing you, trying to kill you and shit. The weirdest part of Prey, I remember, is when you're in that orb and you walk up the orb and in the room your body's walking towards the orb. Like, what? You can look up at yourself. I remember that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that mm-hmm. game made me nauseous. Yeah, that one did for me too. But that was like a cracked out fucking fleeing scene from a horror movie on a roller coaster. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I was right. loop the loops, and it was like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? <laughs> I don't want to die again, goddamn! And you know, it's all that, all mixed up together. Oh, that's where you saw that person get ripped in half, right? Yeah, there was like the people sausage making machine in the <laughs> alien spaceship, and that's everyone right. in your <laughs> diner fucking got turned into sausage, except for you for some reason. That's right. Yeah, you're the Native American. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was a fun game, but that bit was fucking rough. Yeah, that that didn't make me that nauseous. The game itself did. Like, oh, no. yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about the cinematics. The gameplay, uh, that opening 20, 30 minutes where you're running away from that sausage-making machine and all the aliens that are tending it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucked with me. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah, those things are, ugh. But that's the only game that springs to mind that's ever made me feel that way. And, uh, admittedly, I've never played VR. Or not recently, so I can't speak to that. But, you know, just standard controller and TV kind of interface or keyboard and mouse, whatever. Yeah, and I played um, Rage before the podcast for like an hour. And I was starting to feel a little nauseous. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, okay, I'm turning it off. (laughs) What's wrong with Rage? Why is it making me nauseous? I need to tweet at them. Mm -hmm. Your game's making me nauseous. That's you, man. Yeah, I, I bet you it's making more people nauseous than they're saying. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't be no, the only one. Can I be the only one person out of fucking how many millions this thing sold? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Well, we have to beat two hundred and fifty. Um, uh, what is it? Nest or bandit nests before the thirtieth of May. And they'll give everybody a special weapon. <laughs> Are they that hard to beat? Uh, no, they're just to clear them. There's a, there's so many of them. They're all over the place. So it's an easy number to get. So they can be. Some of them are pretty hard to beat. Some of them have like uh, snipers, and they're bigger than normal. Some are small. Some are large. So yeah, you just like oh, and your car talks to you, and it's annoying. Ew. Yeah, it's like, hello, welcome back. <laughs> Be Wait. careful out there. So it it's like claptrap in your car? Uh not that bad. You know, he doesn't go, whoa, if you're going over a bridge or something. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> It'd be annoying. Yeah, it would. <laughs> whoa, slow down, buddy. What are you doing? You know, I almost kill the car all the time, and you have to go there and just regenerate the car and fix it with your hand. That's the sound it makes. Get used to that sound if you're playing Rage too. Right, Em? And it makes like a weird crackly noise. The audio is okay. It's pretty decent. Hmm. Something. I think it's too much. It's too bombastic. Like the, there's so many. You know, and something explodes. Like Jesus. You know, it becomes like muffled. Like it's so much explosions. You know, it's not clear. Just gets muddy because there's so much going on. You mean? Yeah, it really muddy. And just like ooh. 
I don't know what because there's so much big explosions going on. Like there's there's parts where you have to blow up gas tanks, and they do like a chain reaction explosion. Mm-hmm. And it, and like after a while, it's just like you know, just like one. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds weird. I don't know. Maybe that's what it would sound like. Maybe they blew up gas tanks somewhere. I don't know. That could be. But John Carmack's not involved, and he used to do all that kind of shit, right? He'd actually record real... I don't know. ...and stuff like that? Well, it's Avalanche Studios putting it out, right? And it's Bethesda with Avalanche. So they're using the Avalanche engine or something like that? I don't know what it is, but uh, it's it's not a straight Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. No, it's um, id software. That's right. Bethesda that's right. Bought, <clears throat> and that's John Carmack's old. Uh, yeah, it's id software and Avalanche. It's his old development company um, that he sold to Bethesda, and he moved on to do spaceship shit, something like that. And they moved on to do um, Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, well, and they brought back Doom, right? There was that redo of Doom a couple years back, and and then the Rage games. That's right. This is the vibrators. The vibrators. Contemporaries to the sex pistols. They're what? They were the contemporaries of the sex pistols. What does that mean, contemporaries? They were playing shows at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Contemporaries They happened at the same time Although these guys are still touring Yeah, the Sex Pistols didn't last too long No (laughs) Oh man I think they did what, one album? Uh Contemporaries I like his stuff outside the Sex Pistols better anyway The Sex Pistols stuff is, is, is good uh, uh, who? Johnny Rottens? Yeah. I like a, I, a lot of his weird experimental stuff is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he is definitely weird, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Sex pistols are weird. Okay, so, oh, what are we gonna go over now? Okay, oh, Wu-Tang tickets, guys, we got them. I got them. Mm. Yeah, fucker. All right, let's go right into Wu-Tang anyway. We'll talk about Wu-Tang. But Wu-Tang, guys. Wu-Tang tickets. 
Also. Okay, I'll just play this. Play right Wu-Tang. That is Wu-Tang. This is Wu-Tang um, instrumental by orchestras. Alright, you've heard Shimmy Shimmy Ya. Uh-huh. This is Cream instrumental. By a, um, uh, a band, I am, uh, a big band, right? Yeah. Is that what they'd be called? No, no. Big band, but there's a little bit of funk and soul in it, too. Yeah, right here, watch. It's not like a Cab Calvary kind of Yeah, right here. Right there, yeah. See, they don't. They take the piano part out. <laughs> okay, so, oh, they put it back in. Okay, then. Okay, so Wu Tang tickets, guys. So it's De La Soul, um, the Far Side, Eric B and Rakim, and the Wu Tang Clan. All at Shoreline. It sounds uh, like a tight-ass show, man. I wish yeah. I Especially just um, alone. Fucking De La Soul would be great. So would Farside. I uh, like the first two albums. Yeah, Farside. First album. First album for De La Soul and first album for Farside are fucking unbeatable. I like the Farside's second <sighs> album. It's not as strong as the first. I will I, not argue that it is. But it's still a good album. It's all right. I liked, yeah. I, but I don't know. It was just so drastically different. It didn't hit me the same way as their first one. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You know, their first one was funky, acid, trippy, and weird. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and the second one was just like, huh, it was good. They had a couple good songs on it, but it wasn't like hit after hit like their first one. Right? Would you say "Bizarre Ride to the Far Side" is their is their is their still their best album? I think. For sure. No, I'm not arguing that point. No, I know, I know, I, I know. like the second album. Good. I like Run. Not much as the, the first, but I like it. <clears throat> yeah, and then, um, what was the other? Oh, De La Soul, first album. Boom. Three Feet High and Rising is their album. That's it. Anything past that? They did a lot of good shit past that. But for me, Three Feet High and Rising for De La Soul, that's, their, that's my album of theirs. They still keep it off Spotify. You can only look it up on YouTube. Uh, if we played it right now, they're probably going to kick us off. Here we go. Here we go. Three feet. Yeah, rappers are strict with their fucking their rights, man. Oh, dude. The takedowns we've gotten have been from fucking uh, Cypress oh, sh- Hill. Don't say, don't say their name, man. They're going to no. fucking... <laughs> Be Real's going to get us, man. Uh-oh. We're gonna have to go into his smoke box. Yeah, either that or he's gonna put a hole in our head in our motherfucking head. Yeah, the smoke box—that's his show where he just brings celebrities into um, into his killer fucking lowrider cars and um, uh, smokes them out with huge joints, and they just sit there with a green screen behind him. He doesn't even go outside anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like he's in a studio with the green screen. It's like fuck it, dude. You can get all the great lighting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hilarious, dude. I've only watched it a couple times. Okay, here we go. Come on. Only two hundred fifty-three, two hundred fifty-two thousand hits. Come on, people. This is fucking De La Soul. 
Right, dude, in uh, 88, 89, this shit came out. Come on, no one was doing this shit. You know, there was, there, it was all gangster rap, right, at this point? And, and, yeah, I think by and large. Yeah, and these guys, it was fucking NWA, fucking everybody, dude. Every, uh, um, uh, fucking Tech 9 all those guys. Um, yeah, Richie Rich, all huge gangster guys. And these guys come out. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I like to spit in, like, poetry. Not the... I mean, there's a place for the gangster rap, but I like this much better. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. This shit... Tripod Quest did that, too. Uh, yeah, Tripod Quest was very different, too. Yeah, this uh, this is all East Coast too, right? Yeah, they're East Coast. are they? I believe. I don't know. I think so. Maybe you can find Yeah. Yeah. Amityville. Yeah. What does it all mean? Focus is formed by flaunting the soul, soul style game praised by pounds. Comment on speakers and scroll written daily creates a new Uh listen is listen cause this year is fucking jealous that I can't go to this show. Yeah. Really like either, but I just don't see how it's gonna work for me. Here's another one of my favorite songs. Dude, they have so many hits, uh three feet high and rising. They better just do this the whole album. Of three feet high and rising, that's it. That's all they have to do. But they won't do deep cuts like this one. You know what I mean? Well, maybe they will, dude. It's a pretty fucking dope beat. Well, and it's also like, what? They're fucking early 80s, or mid 80s, right? Late 80s, 88, 89. Okay. So, I mean, they're coming up on at least a 30 year, maybe? Yeah, they're probably our age. Yeah, yeah, 30 years. It's been 30 years. It's a 30 it's the 30 No, they're way older than me. They're at least 10 years older. It's the 36 year anniversary of the Wu-Tang Clan's um uh 36 Chambers. So 96 is when it came out. Right? Yeah, they that... formed in 87. They formed in 87 and came out with this shit in fucking 89. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Uh, uh, so, yeah. About fifty. A little bit older than us. <clears throat> yeah, forty-nine or fifty. Oh uh, well. So when they were twenty, I was ten, basically. Then we got this guy right here. Eric B and Rakim, dude. One of my favorite lyricists from the East Coast. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm gone, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd. Yeah. Lots of people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in. Deep concentration. Cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild. If you wanna be. I treat you like a child, then you're gonna be named. 
another enemy, not even a friend of me. More jealous. Dude, fucking Eric B and Rock Kemp. You could pair around with yours. I wake you up and as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Remember me, the one you got your idea from. But soon, he just fucking flows, dude. He's fucking great. When you start to stutter, that's when you had enough of fighting it to make you choke. You can't provoke, you can't cope. You should have broke because I ain't no joke. Dude, that whole flow, dude, is like, Jesus Christ. It's like one breath. <laughs> I know, it's like, God damn, nigga. Holy shit. Uh, fucking Flavor Flav's dancing in the video. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's dancing on the fucking basketball court. <laughs> I got a question. As serious as cancer. Who can fucking public enemies hanging out with him right now while he's rapping. They're all in the video. That's what I'm saying. That's how dope he is, man. They're like, fuck, this guy's sick. Like, we'll hang out with him. Yeah, I think it's just Flavor Flav. <laughs> He's just doing his stupid dance. <laughs> his giant clock hanging yeah, out. Yeah, the fucking Eric B and Rakim I Ain't No Joke video, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or you'll be one of those seven MCs. They think that I'm a new jack, but only if they knew that. They who think wrong or they who can't do that style that I'm doing. They might ruin patterns of paragraphs based on you and your OBD. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. So hopefully, yeah, they're going to show up. Last time I was supposed to see. Huh? I said, hopefully, they're on the bill. Yeah, it's like one reason you're paying as much as you <laughs> have to go see them. Exactly, dude. I'm not paying 200 bucks for those seats in the front of the fucking oh, no. stage. No. So, folks, the place they're playing this at is up in the bay. It's called Shoreline. It's a big fucking outdoor amphitheater. There's seats in front, and then there's a huge grassy fucking hill. And I've never sat in the seats. I've never cared to. Um, I have for some. For some, it's it's nice. Nah, fuck that. I'd rather sit on the grass and then be able to wander over and grab beers and just chill. Way better. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Too. Yeah, that's true. But then they have, um, when I went and saw uh, Arcade Fire and LCD Sound System, right? Yeah, LCD Sound System. Sure. I got I got backstage passes there. Okay. And so I was eating back. I was eating backstage with the bands. On, on the on the left hand side, it was raining outside. Bill, my brother, um, was at the same concert, and uh, and he was sitting out there in the rain, <laughs> and I was sitting there eating uh, what was it, uh, chicken pasta, uh, under a uh, like hot chicken pasta with uh, I guess a bunch of the members of um, uh, Arcade Fire. You know, I wasn't really a big fan of theirs at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, <laughs> I like them now, but at the time, it'd be cool I was to like, meet eh. them, sure. But yeah, um, at the time, like not... this is when, like, this is like their neon Bible like tour. I don't even know what that means, Chris. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the name of the tour <laughs> and the name of the album. Sure. Uh, yeah. So they were great live. They're a great live band. But I was like, oh, cool. That that live show turned me on to them. So I'm like, oh, okay, these guys are actually cool. I think my favorite show at Shoreline was Slayer, Primus, and Motorhead. Motor. That's a great lineup. Dude, that was a fucking amazing day. I was so wrecked by the end of it, but it was fucking so much fun. Slayer, Prius, and Motorhead. What did I see? Um, I saw, yeah, Tula Palooza, where everyone dropped out, and it was Tool was basically the biggest headliner. Uh, Nine Inch Nails was great there. 
Um, I saw, I went to a lot, yeah, Lollapalooza, it was Tulapalooza. The best part of that was uh, the guy from the band James, right? He's like, hee hee. You know how you can, like, he got off the stage at Shoreline, and it's low enough to where you can hop off the stage and walk around. And he started mm-hmm. walking up onto the grass, and everyone was throwing paper at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, like, paper was building up on his shiny hat. He had, like, a glittery fucking cowboy hat on. <laughs> okay. You know, and he's like, hee hee You know, <laughs> he only, she only comes when he lines up. You know James, the fucking band. Come on. Okay. Not really. James, um You don't have to educate me. This doesn't sound no. like a band. Uh, James uh, You don't have to do that, Chris. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm still going to. Actually, I think my favorite show at Shoreline <laughs> wasn't even on the main stage in the grass on the hill or down in the seats. Um, I went to this thing called, they called it the Hootenanny of all things, but it ended up being, so here's the lineup. It was X, the Blasters, Reverend Horton Heat, Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros, Tiger Army, uh, who else? I'm leaving out someone who I can't believe I'm forgetting at the moment, but those five, at least those five bands were a reason to go to a show by themselves and they all played together which was pretty goddamn cool so who was it again so it was x, x. and then it, yeah and then it was um reverend horton heat it was the blasters joe strummer and the mescaleros from joe strummer from clash right um and then tiger army and some other fucking band. It's going to bug the shit out of me. Oops. Um, yeah, I don't know. The uh, Yeah, this is going to be awesome. With the uh, Wu-Tang Clan also. No, this, this show sounds like one for the history books for sure. Uh, yeah, so um, also we're going to... I'm going to be going with um, Dan from Here's a Noise podcast. Mm-hmm. And Sean... Oh. From uh, horribly awkward podcast. Yeah, we're gonna meet up, man, and uh, watch the show together. So yeah, so um, Dan was the one who tweeted out the poster. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. If you want to go, man, I'm down. Uh, it's only right up the street for me. So let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do the typical, you know, park at Century 16, walk over, smoking a joint, walking over, uh, try to sneak in more weed. You know, I'm going to have a bunch of edibles. Um, we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> right? Oh, well, man. You do it, Shoreline, for sure. Well, yeah, you don't park in their parking lot. What are you talking about? And they're going to have, oh, you can't park here. I'm going to a movie. Shut up. You can't tell if I'm not. Pay for a movie ticket. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, speaking of Wu-Tang Clan. um, Let's see. I saw, I finally finished of Mike's and Men. Uh, If you've seen that, have you seen of Mike's and Men? No. 
So it is starring <laughs> Capadon, Ghostface Killa, the Jizza, the Rizza, Inspector Deck, Master Killer, Method Man, Old Dirty Bastard, You God, and Raekwon the Chef. That's all the, uh... uh Raekwon the Chef. Jizza, Rizza, Ghostface, Killer, Kappa, Don, Inspect the Deck. Master Killer, Method Man, Old Dirty Bastard. The only one who's not there is Old Dirty Bastard. I was gonna tell you, okay, the Shoreline, the, they were touring with Rage Against the Machine, and I went to that, I went to that concert, and they broke up right before they showed up at Shoreline. <laughs> So wah, this wah, is re- wah. 36 year ago reprimands is what this is. You mean reparations? Reparations. This is my reparations for Wu Tang. So <laughs> we ha- I forget who God who the fuck opened I, up I'm for him. To talk about that when you go see Wu Tang. I think it was Alice in Chains opened up for him instead. Rage Against the Machine. For, yeah, they opened up for Rage Against the Machine. It was Alice in Chains. And it was supposed to be Wu-Tang Clan in Rage Against the Machine concert. Which is a cool lineup, right? So it's like, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> That's much better than Alice in Chains. I'm guessing not yeah. with Lane Staley. Yeah, it was with Lane He was still alive. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah, it was 96. 90, fuck, mo. 94. 90, like, yeah, 95, 94. You know, he was still alive. He didn't die till like, whenever, 2000-something. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So you're going to an awesome show, and I'm not. And uh, so it was. So they were supposed to show up, and then Rage Against the Machine didn't show up. Uh, I mean, they showed up, <laughs> and they were tight, like always. <laughs> they were. Uh, they just went boom. Hi, we're Rage Against the Machine from Los Angeles, California, and just boom, just went through their fucking set and left. You know, it's like bam, 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 fucking just tight. You know, the whole time. Uh, okay, so this documentary is a limited docuseries. Looks back on the group's career. It makes it was music and shared lyrical genius that allowed them to form the most recognized musical movement in the world while walking the tightrope that links business with brotherhood. Motherfucker! This is of Mike's in men. Of Mike's in men. Um, it was decent. It wasn't great. It was all right. <laughs> like if I was a huge Wu Tang fan, it would be amazing. I like Wu Tang fan. Can't fan. I like Wu-Tang Clan a lot, but I'm not getting a fucking tattoo of Wu-Tang Clan on me. I'm not fucking... I'm not running out and buying Wu-Tang merchandise. I'll buy a t-shirt at the concert. Sure. But I'm not wearing Wu-Wear. Do I have any Wu-Wear on? No. Right? Right? Do you have any Wu-Wear? No. (laughs) Why not, man? You need some Wu-Wear. No, most of my t-shirts are from fucking band concerts that I want to see. Well... Woo wear, man. Woo, throw up the W's. No. Um, so, yeah. So, 
So I didn't have a I didn't have a big woo collection. So let's see. So yeah, I didn't. Um, so let me see. So they talked about a lot of like just the band coming together and how they formed, how RZA just basically got all these people to come to his house, hmm. and the fact that he got them all to work together was was in, impossible, um, an impossible task almost. You know that he could, you know, getting nine MCs together, right, to mm-hmm. work on the same fucking project. Yeah, but they were all—they all had one vision. They were all working together in the beginning, right? They're like, right. okay, let's do this. I'm signing you up. Okay, cool. We'll sign you. We'll sign you. Or fucking, we're making our own label, completely independent. Uh, they're literally selling this stuff almost out of the trunks. Uh. They were for a period of time. Yeah, no one was really buying it. Um, the the all the record labels weren't buying it at all. You know, I don't think so. Uh, man, I think Interscope finally picked him up, right? I forget. I, I don't know that. I, they didn't really go into who picked him up and who did what. It was more about the band and how they formed mm-hmm. and how they came up with the songs and how like Method Man was going to be the uh, the guy who just kicks the bridge all the time on every song you know with, like Cream get the money he got that from like a cousin of his that wrote to him in jail you know he's like getting that cream man <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like what you know so uh, that's how they got that idea for that song hmm. uh, but yeah it was just like just I'd a- love to watch it it's an HBO <sighs> flick or a show right uh, Showtime Showtime and it's a um, and their whole f- <clears throat> their whole philosophy, like they all call themselves gods, so that way no one's higher than themselves. They're all at the same level, you know. Like, what's up, God? You know, stuff like that, right? So no one's looking down on anyone else, right? <clears throat> right. It's a, a it's like a group of equals. There's no yes. standout person kind of thing. Yes. And they have a huge philosophy that they all go by. Like, mathematics is what they call it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never heard of it before, man. And they're just like, yo, you got to do this, 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 and that. You know, it's a huge philosophy, I guess, that works for them. But I've never heard of it. It's like, I think it's like something to do with Islam. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I think it is Islam's teachings. I think it is. Mohammed, have- Mohammed's teachings, stuff like that, you know? I have not watched any of this so but, i cannot comment. well from what i'm saying i think that's what it's from and because i think they do they follow that's that stuff and they take parts of it and use it in their daily lives you know just like they're taking parts of like uh the wu-tang clan and finding out what that means and you know they're taking parts of that and putting it into their lives and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's weird man the the way their philosophies on life and the way they're thinking about everything and how they broke up and when they all went solo and how uh, that more or less divided the whole crew. And now that they're back together is even weirder to do this tour. This like, And they put out a couple new songs. So it's well, weird, man. Yeah, but that's happened before, right? Uh, yeah, it's called the Eagles. Never thought they would have. Yeah, when the hell froze over tour. <laughs> Eagles when hell freezes over tour. Right, that was what it was. Yeah, 
But yeah, all those guys, great musicians in the Eagles, they all did their own fucking solo shit and made huge careers out of it. Just like 90% of the people in Wu-Tang Clan. Right. Not all of them. Like Method Man immediately blew up. Ghostface Killer blew up. Uh, the RZA, he was a producer. He just went off and did movies and shit and produced other things. Uh, yeah, and he like toured with another MC. Yeah, it's it's a weird documentary, man. You have to check it out. Mm-hmm. It it's, sounds fascinating. I'd love to. I just don't have showtime or time. <laughs> yeah, well, when you get more time, you can check it out or anyone out there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Of Mikes and Men, if you're looking for a good rap doc, this is a good one. Four to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five rap ciphers. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is going on, man? These rap yeah. ciphers. Yeah. Oh, and another one I saw real quick. Rim of the World, which is uh, <clears throat> a Netflix show about a bunch of camping kids that they run around and they, you know, aliens attack and they fight off aliens. It's really cheesy, guys. So if you want to watch a cheesy show on Netflix, uh, Rim of the World, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five dumb kids. <laughs> Okay. Or, uh, oh, and another one that was like sort of like, eh, see you tomorrow. I watched that. One out of five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five time jumpers. A- another Netflix show? Yeah, another Netflix show. They more or less like bur- bl- blurred together for uh, for that. Of so my- it's just what? Throw away teen kind of. Yeah. Sci-fi. It's like, eh. Like it's if okay. You're t- oh. If you're 12, it's awesome, but... Yeah, if you're 12, it's good. If you're not, it's, you know, whatever. Gotcha. Oh, and, oh, and another thing, uh, Booksmart is dying in the theaters. Uh, it's a good movie that's dying that people want people to watch. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people on Twitter pumping up the movie, like Ryan well, Reynolds and... Yeah, anyway. Well, yeah, well, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's it's the um I don't know why it did bad. It's a good movie. You know, I have no idea why. It's weird. It's an original funny movie and no one wants to go see it. Comedies are dying in the theaters, guys. You think so? Yeah. No one this one only made like eight five million, four million dollars. Like a really this is a really good comedy. And it bombed because you had Aladdin coming out, you had Brightburn coming out, you have John Wick, you have Avengers, you have, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much competition out there. Uh, but, you know, come on. This shit. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, people should go see it. And they, uh, well, it's just everyone's been brainwashed by the uh, blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. looking for the big hit. Yeah, they're looking for like, oh, I need that big fix. I'm not going to go to the movie theater for a small indie movie that I can see in three months. Eh, it's my, not. At my house. Indie, but sure. It's pretty indie. Is it? Well, yeah. maybe that's another reason why it's not doing so well. It's not a wide release? Uh, it's in 2,000 theaters. Like uh, like 2,300 theaters, so it's not small. But that, yeah, I mean... It's not like, oh, 12, it's not like, a, I've seen movies that are only in 100 theaters, you know, like that, like that High Life movie, that was in that theater for one day, and that was it, 
Yeah. Two times at that one day, and it disappeared. Poof. Like Kaiser Sose. <laughs> yeah, it just went away, man. And so, yes, I don't know. So, yeah, Book Smart's a good movie, guys. You should check it out. But it's going to be gone because there's so many movies coming out now. It's going to be, boom, gone. And it'll be out in video in, what's that, May? What's it? It's going to be June. It'll be out in video in August. September latest. Before Christmas, definitely. Booksmart will be out. Hmm. Yeah. Well, because well, look, Captain Marvel's already out on video. Or on, on demand. I didn't even notice. I'd already seen it, so. That's what I mean. It, it just came out, like, this week, though. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's like, oh, because they're pumping. Captain Marvel, come on! You want to see Captain Marvel? It's Captain Marvel! It's like, okay, we get it. Jesus Christ. Oh, Cap- I'll own that movie on Blu-ray. <clears throat> Come on, don't you want more Captain Marvel? Yeah, kinda. She's badass. She's all right. <clears throat> mm. She's not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, not my That's favorite Marvel t- character. Not in a long shot. Not by a long shot. Speaking of which, no. There's <laughs> a um. So yeah, the Microsoft E3 briefing is going to be two hours and twenty minutes. I'll be there 1 p.m. Uh, June 9th. That's a Sunday, 1 p.m. June 9th on all streaming services. Yeah, I won't be anywhere near that, but okay. So I'll be right there Sunday, 1 p.m. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah, dude. I'll be watching that live. Yeah, so I think uh, that'll be interesting. I want to see what's going to happen. And every PlayStation owner is going to watch it, too. Come on. All the, all the haters are going to watch it just to make shit about it. You know, that's what I think is even funnier. Right? People that even don't like it will watch it. They'll hate watch it just to tweet out negatives about it. So whatever. Just be prepared, well, guys. Just like you're going to do for PlayStation, <clears throat> to be perfectly honest. What did I do for PlayStation? When have I tweeted anything out? No, you won't tweet it. You'll just blast them on the podcast. About what? Oh, all their bullshit. Exactly. I'll call them on real stuff. I won't uh, bash them just to bash them. Sure. I call them on real shit. I call them on their shitty internet. Their controllers <laughs> suck. Their games are good. Right? What yeah, the UI what, what is I, definitely bullshit, too. What, what else have I said that it's not right? I don't oh, just, no, I don't just bash them to bash them. right, Chris. I'm just saying <laughs> you watched the PlayStation uh, video to talk shit about what they're doing. <laughs> No, I watched the PlayStation video to check it out. I'll talk shit about Xbox, too. You know? I'll watch Nintendo and check it out to see what they're doing. But I'm not, like, um, so negative to where I'll go out and bash everything PlayStation. Would I? I, I, I bash their, um, their uh, what's it called? Their management. I think we try to, well, talk shit about whatever company is pulling some bullshit. I mean, we didn't pull any punches on Microsoft with their stupid announcement for the Xbox One. No. You had to be online all the time, the fucking (laughs) Connect support mandated kind of bullshit. Was I behind that or not? I forget. God, that was like 13, like six, six years ago now? Jesus Christ. 
Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, that whole thing. That was a weird. That whole thing. But yeah, that started it. And uh, I still, I don't know if I'll I'd ever own a PlayStation just because of their controller. But pretty soon you'll be able to not even own anything. It'll just be on your TV. Yeah, that'll be the future. In 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, like, the uh, PlayStation's been putting out uh, those Play Now things. They're like 30-minute little vignettes. I haven't even watched them. They put, they put them out, like, I think two of them so far. Of, like, they'll announce, like, a couple games for, like, 30 minutes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't even watched those. I'm like, yeah. I really don't... Um, I'm trying to uh, uh, streamline my time on certain games. <laughs> like Rage 2 to make me nauseous. I need nauseous making games. Or nauseating games. Is that what it is? <laughs> Non-nauseating games, I think, is what you mean. Well, yeah, well... If the future is like this, I don't know if I'll make it. It's like, ugh. I bet these games are killing me. All right, what do you got? Well, I got some interesting stuff. Let's see. The last season of Jessica Jones just got a teaser drop for uh, Netflix. It's coming in mid-June, apparently. Wow, that's so, fast. They're just getting rid of it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, the, the this is it. We're done. This is the very last Marvel Netflix show, so enjoy. Um, so that's coming. Friday, June 14th, apparently. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, The thing that caught my eye this week, and I don't know how much stock to put in it or not, um, is that Dan Aykroyd has written a Ghostbusters prequel set in the 60s where, like, Venkman and, uh, you know, everybody meet up in, like, high school. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, me either. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it could be awesome. It could be horrible. But it's out there, and apparently uh, Jason Reitman has it. He's drinking too much of Crystal Skull vodka (laughs) while writing it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the guy um, is a a loon in in his later years. Yes, with the whole paranormal stuff. Oh, yeah. He's He's a tinfoil hat guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's just like, it's out there, man. We know it. It's coming. And, like, yeah, he's right. He's out in Utah. I don't know in the fuck where he lives. But, yeah, so I don't know. That script's not going to be that great. What's it going to be? Oh, uh, they meet in high school. So it's going to be like, uh, what? The Goldbergs? Or, um,. I don't know. How could I don't know what would it be like? They met in high school. Oh, I'm the nerd. Oh, yeah. I'm Peter Venkman. I'm the I'm the stoner guy. Yeah, and, oh, I'm trouble. the engineer guy. Yeah. Like, hey, what are we doing? Hey, we'll be best friends and go to parties, and then we'll come across supernatural ghost stuff when we're in high school. That's what the Hardy Boys. Is that what yeah, it, is? it could be. I mean, like the it's like a mashup of Hardy Boys and fucking uh, Scooby Doo. Hardy Doo. <laughs> Ew. 
Yeah, that just hard, sounds wrong, Chris. Hardy do. It sounds like you need more fiber in your diet. Well, why not? We get a lot of more fiber, guys. Come on. And you get a hearty do. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds weird. Oh, we didn't ever uh, mention uh, Robert Pattinson as a great Batman. I think he'll pull it off. And, um, right? Don't you think so? I mean, I think he could do it well if he got way more jacked than I've seen him. You know, he, like he needs to put on some muscle. Um, but he could be a really good Bruce Wayne, I think. And I could see him pulling off Batman. Um, yeah, I've seen so him in other I'm, movies. He could do it. I, like a teaser or a trailer of him in that role would go a long way towards reassuring me. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree. He's a good actor. Um, yeah, I've, like if you watch him in like the Rover, High Life, and um, Good Time, Good Time is on um, Amazon streaming. If you want to see him doing really good acting, Good Time is a good one for anyone out there who wants to see it. And I don't know where the Rover is. That's sort of like a Mad Max like apocalypse movie, but he's not like Mad Max. It's a weird one. Mm-hmm. I think it's in Australia. I think. Him and Guy Pierce, I think. Um, and High Life. Yeah, those three movies. And this new one, he came out, The Watchtower, or The Lighthouse. Him and... Um, he's, he's acting opposite uh, the, the first uh, Goblin from Spider-Man. Oh. God damn it. I have his face. Yeah, same here. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, thank you. So he's acting opposite Willem Dafoe in this uh, horror movie called The Lighthouse that's coming out soon. So yeah, check it out, guys. He's going to be one of the better Batmans. I think he's going to be better than Val Kilmer. He's going to be better than (laughs) uh, uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. And he'll be better than... uh, Who's the other Batman? Uh, Michael Keaton's still the better one. Uh, with his fucking face smushed in that thing. Yeah, my, uh, Michael... Um, George Clooney told Ben Affleck he'll be better than Ben Affleck. But yeah. Ben Affleck was great as the Dark Knight. You know, for the small parts he had, man, he was good, but... I don't know. He was brutal as shit, man. They just had Batman killing people for like two two seasons, two shows, and then that's it. Like two movies, and that's it. Wow. He was in a movie and a half. He was in the Suicide Squad for a split second. Then he was in... Um, no, not Suicide Squad. He was in a, a Batman vs... No, was it Suicide Squad? Yeah, he was in Suicide Squad. Holy shit, I forgot he was even in that shit movie. Yeah, he was in Suicide Squad for a second, and then he through that. he fell asleep, and then mm-hmm. and he was in um, I don't know, but yeah. So I think Robert Pattinson was going to be a great Batman. Mark my words, the movie's going to make a hundred million dollars. People are going to go see it. It will make a hundred million dollars opening weekend. Uh, right. Come on, and uh, before we take a break, Nolan's new movie, it's a spy thriller, 
and maybe could be in the Inception Interstellar verse. Inceptiller? 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 Inception Stellar verse. This is the people are thinking. And this has not been proven. It's not like the director said it, like Christopher Nolan was like, oh, this is my universe. You know, I think people are reaching. People want it to be. It's coming out July 17, 2020. It's called Tenant. Okay. Tenant. Whatever that means, right? Maybe someone's um, borrowing your mind and being a tenant in it. Right? Is oh. it, how is tenant spelled? T-E-N-E-T. Tenant. E-T? T-E-N-E-T. Tenant. T-E-N-E-T? Yes. So that's a in an apartment. Uh, a tenant spelled like that is a, a belief. Uh, it's a... Um, it's something that, that you believe is part of like your worldview or your philosophy. Like I hold the tenet that I should uh, be honest with people about how I'm feeling. Or I hold the tenet that fucking um, Nazi douchebags need to fuck right off. You know? Uh, okay, so, <laughs> it, it's, okay. It's a dearly held belief, not a, not a resident. Okay. In, uh, <laughs> 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 okay, so then it's going to be a belief that you think that you're not in a dream. Right. And the right. top is still spinning yes. on the fucking table or some bullshit. That's what it's going to be. Right? Yeah. I mean, cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know, I don't man. Know. I liked it's, Inception. Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar was okay. Inception was pretty good. It was actually good. 2009 should have been. Like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm saying. I'm like, what am I saying? And chapter was great. Uh, so, yeah, tenant. Hopefully, I don't. Ho- I hope it's not. You know, combined with these other movies. I hope it's its own movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like you know, like um, like Dunkirk or anything else that he's made after. Like it's a, like a like its own movie with no sequels or anything attached to it, or it's in another universe. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's run out of ideas and he's like fuck it, uh, we're going back to we're going back to Interstellar. Like what? Um, huh. I, I like the standalone movies that don't have a connection to a wider universe too, right? Like if you're talking Marvel or you're talking Harry Potter or Star Wars, where they're all connected um, and a big arc, sure, why not? But the, just the standalone movies, like What We Do in the Shadows. I watched that recently. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, yeah, it's unconnected to anything at the time, and it spawned stuff from it, but it's a great standalone movie. It didn't need anything more. No, no, yeah, that's a great movie. The TV show is as good as the movie. I totally want to watch it. I just haven't had the chance. I know. The TV show is as good as the movie. They had a great episode where somebody, where he wanted to become a citizen, and he tried to hypnotize, and he found out that government workers don't have a soul. (laughs) (laughs) Really? He's like, I cannot hypnotize the government workers. They do not have a soul. Yeah, he was like so sincere about it, and he's he's trying to like do the um, tenets of, uh, you know, you have to read off like one nation under God, and he couldn't say God. 
and he did and fire shot out of his mouth. <laughs> the guy's like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, it's a hilarious show, man. So, What's yeah. it on? It's FX. FX, okay. So it'd be on Hulu. Uh, no. No? No. Uh, FX, just, it's on the FX app. What the fuck it's on now? Everything's a goddamn app. Seriously. Uh, hey, um, did you hear that Oakland may be the next city to decriminalize psilocybin? Oh, nice. That makes sense. Yeah. Denver did it not too long ago, just like three three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and Oakland, uh, on apparently this. Wait, what date was this posted? Hold on one sec. Actually, today apparently um, had uh, had a discussion during a meeting of some type. It's not clear from this article, but anyway, they had a conversation about also decriminalizing psilocybin mushrooms which i could see is that cool. happening let's do it yeah i'll just go over there and buy some shrooms that'd be great yeah it really would god be like, hello give me some great caps I'm like oh these are great man like, cool. yeah so it wouldn't apply to lsd or mdma but it would apply to any psychedelics coming from plants or fungi so it could also be peyote <laughs> Fuck. oh my god be like hey dude let's go get some peyote dude, it's from a cactus man it's a plant <laughs> It's like a mescaline. Um, like, ah! Yeah, seriously. I mean, <laughs> dude, everyone's tripping in Oakland all of a sudden. We're uh, all microdosing at the same time. They're gonna, they're gonna microdose all the homeless, dude. That's well, what they're gonna do. You make homeless a little more happy. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you don't complain so much. Here you go. Like what? But that's interesting. So um, I didn't read that far down in the article until just when I said that, but yeah, Oakland is talking not just about psilocybin mushrooms, um, but any psychedelic coming from a plant or a fungi, which could also apply to ayahuasca. Couldn't that apply to LSD? No. no. Oh, that's chemically that, made. That's uh, right. The mold. Yeah. Yeah. Ayahuasca. Yeah, totally. It'd be ayahuasca treatments in Oakland. Fucking, right. Yeah. That makes total it's sense. Dude. Psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah. It would be, in mescaline and peyote. Oh my god, they're gonna genderfy that whole place and turn it into like Hippieville 101. Seriously, <laughs> like oh my god, yeah, like, uh, it's 880 Hippieville. This is, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. But anyway, there's there's no word on whether they're actually gonna go through with it. I don't think there's a vote scheduled. It's not like they're gonna have a fucking harbor side for tripping all of a sudden. Tripper you know? side, they might. Tripper side, there you go. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like it's going to kill you. No, that's not good. <laughs> trip aside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like death by tripping, you know? I'm 
What's up, guys? This is an anthem. What? It's a what? I said this was this was an anthem when I was fifteen. Seven thousand one hundred forty-four views, guys. Come on, let's bring these views yeah. up, just like Booksmart. That's not surprising to me at all. Let's see. The last comment was seven years ago. Wow. Whatever, that's Crimp Shrine, guys. Old school. Yeah. Who did I knew who played in the Crimp Shrine? I know somebody. I think the drummer, I forget. I know somebody. Huh? Sure. It is very possible. I'm trying to think. I knew. I I swear to God. The drummer. No, maybe not. I'm tripping out. Yeah. Yeah, guys, Crimp Shrine. Okay, while Crimp Shrine's playing, I need to set up my first movie, guys. What will it be? Um, I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together. As we listen to more Crimp Shrine, apparently. <clears throat> Here we go. First movie. Right burn. Bright burn. Burning bright. The anti-Superman movie. Bright burn. Some people hated it. Some people liked it. What did we say? Find out when we review Brightburn. What if a child? What was that? Oh, sorry. What if a child? Right now? Yeah, right now. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he provided to be something far more sinister? <laughs> Brightburn. If you want to see a little kid kill some people, watch Brightburn. Starring Elizabeth Banks, David Dryman, or Demon. Elizabeth Banks is Tori Breyer. David Dryman is Kyle Breyer. Jason A. Dunn as Brandon Breyer. Abraham Clicksuckles? <laughs> as Roy's Clicksuckles. Christine, uh, Christian... Faustalini as Fauxhawk. Uh, Jennifer Holland as Miss Espina Child. Okay, that's enough. Matt Jones, a.k.a. Um, Badger from um, 
Breaking Bad. Uh, Noah, Noah, <laughs> bastard. Noah Mickle. Uh, <laughs> it'll always be Badger. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's about it, guys. So, Brightburn. Uh, written by, uh, two of James Gunn's brothers, I think? Um, and directed by, let's see, David Yariowski. Uh, he... Filmography, The Hive, Inferno. Uh, he's known for I think, editing Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that. So, let's see. Um, Corn, he did a Corn video, Hater. Oh, that's what he directed. So, let's see. So, the movie itself basically, it's Superman. Okay. Mm-hmm. But before Superman, this kid grows up to be a complete dick. He's just a dick. But it's not him. It's not his fault. It's more or less in his nature, right? So I guess at his on his twelfth birthday, this uh, the the thing that crash landed with him is in the barn still, you know, right? It shows him sort of growing up normal, you know, being like cool. You know, just like, hey, we have a baby Because, okay, they're trying to have a kid, okay That's the whole thing, right The, the parents, and it shows all these maternity books Right, mm. and so one night A baby crash lands, so what are they gonna do, right mm, Right <clears throat> It's a baby, even though it came In a weird meteorite thing Yeah, it's a sign, it was like a weird ship It's yeah. like a sign Blah, 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 a sign came to us Okay, so they keep the baby, so like the whole opening uh, Is the baby You know, growing up and all the films and stuff And then it cuts to 10 years later and he's 12, right? Mm -hmm. And so one night he's sleeping and that orb thing starts like calling to him. Uh, And I don't know why, but yeah, it was just like calling to him. It was like, And and then his eyes turn red. He's like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Then he runs out to the barn. Uh, tears it open, or almost tears it open. He's uh, tears it open. He's floating above it now, with his eyes turning red. His, his mom's like, "Holy fuck!" Mom runs out there like, "Holy shit! What the hell are you doing?" Uh, and then like, oh, snaps him out of it. He drops, gets cut on the ship, right? And he's like, oh, "Okay, boom, boom, boom." He um. But um, before that, uh, he was the how he finds out he has superpowers. Okay, he wakes up, he has the he gets the um, you know he goes through puberty at night. He's supposed to mow the lawn, throws the lawnmower instead of starts it. You know he tries to start it and throws it across like fucking a football field. Walks up to it while it's running, right. shoves his hand into the blade, nothing happens. Right, he's like, "Pung!" The blade stops. So okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we'll see. So then, yeah, so then cut to him floating above the barn, drops on the, uh, it gets his hand cut. The only thing that can hurt him is the ship, is what you found out, basically, right? So the ship is the only, that the material on the ship is the only thing that can hurt this kid, right? So, nope. cut to, and then, um, the kid himself, I guess he's going through his powers, he likes this girl, but he creepily like freaks her out one night by showing up in her room and stuff, and and turning like that song I was just playing, 
uh, he's, he keeps turning this on, on her computer. Right? Her computer opens up and this is playing. She's like, and she's like, what the fuck? Uh, and then she, you know, turns it off. And she's like walking back, closes the computer, right? Opens it back up. Uh, the computer opens back up, is playing again. And then she's like, what the fuck? And then sees him in the, sh- in the, uh, in the background. In the, um, in the curtains. Just floating there. And, uh... He, uh, and then he freaks her out, right? He's like, what the fuck? He knew it was her. He, f- he takes off, doesn't see her take off. The mom barges in. And so now she's freaked out about him. And won't, um, and they do like the circle of trusting at school. Won't, and then he lets him fall. He's like, okay, use his hand to pick him up. Crushes her hand. Trying to, she, she, uh, he gets, he tries to, uh, he, um, he crushes her hand when she puts it out to pick him up. Like, crushes it, dude, and breaks it down. Like, picture, like, crushing somebody's hand and snapping the wrist. Right? Just mangling it. So, that's what happens to her. So he has all these weird powers, and then, um... Uh, he's... He ends up just fucking everybody up. From his whole family on down. Everybody that has anything to do with him fucks them all up. Right, so like one lady uh, follows her around, like the one in the diner you see in the in the trailer. A light, a light bulb, blow, a, f- a fluorescent light blows over her face, and the and there's a piece of glass in her eye. She pulls it out, blood splurting out of her eyeball. Uh, what's the other one? Then she's being chased around, and I um, being chased around cuts the thing in half and then smashes her. Like anyone, it's Superman. Picture Superman killing people, right? That's what this is. Like this one cop's like, "Hey, why don't you?" Boom, gets taken out, and just turns into splatter. It reminded me of Rage too, just all over the place, right? Like, geez, yeah. Picture Rage too, and that's what he does to these fucking right. bodies. He uh, he splatters them. Like, yeah, this one so- cop, boom, dead. Um, the dad tries to kill the kid by shooting him in the back of the head. Oh, that's gonna really work. Let's go hunting. Bing! What was that for, dad? Lasers through the eyes. You know, but slowly, so he feels it, you know? This kid's a dick. Right? Yeah, he seemed like a sociopath from the trailer. So this reminds me of a comic called Irredeemable. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Yeah, Irredeemable is, like, grown-up Superman going crazy and, like, fuck all you people. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Yeah, this is kid uh, Superman. If it was Superman, like, but they don't really say it's him. Right, but it it is. He, he wears a mask, though. He wears, like, a weird mask. He does have a fake cape. Um, But... The uh the the movie ends on a on a great note, man. They don't catch anything. <laughs> the fucking spoiler alert. No one. Nothing happens, man. Nothing happens to this kid. You know, how are you gonna stop him? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can't stop him. The, no. The mom tries to kill him. She ends up being dropped from like airplane height. No. Oh. You know what so I mean? Just black. like, yeah. bye, bitch. And then an airplane runs into him, right? 
kills everybody on the airplane. Like, oh, an airplane hit the house. The Briar house. Oh, the only kid who survived is this kid. He's like sitting Mm -hmm. in the ambulance eating a cookie. (laughs) It's like sitting in the ambulance eating a cookie. Like Jesus Christ! And then on the plane, he keeps leaving his BB, his that little mark you see in the commercials. He leaves that everywhere. He kills mm-hmm. everybody. <clears throat> well, in the commercials, he leaves like a yeah, little, okay. like an insignia everywhere, and they're all over his books. At one point, he kills Badger. We're like a gruesome part oh. with this fucking uh, what's up? Oh, I was just gonna say the BB now. Sense, because I remember his like journal, like a dead almost. Yeah, it looks like a tree, but now it's like, like a it's really a BB. Yeah, it's BBs, and so he leaves those. He's like basically leaving his own initials. He's like, "Fuck you." He's so like uh, brazen about it. Uh, so he, <laughs> yeah, so he leaves the BBs everywhere, and um, at one point, uh, Badger finds out about him. He's like, "What the fuck's up with this kid?" He's like, "I'm taking you to your mom's." Cause he was in their house, like like creeping on him, and he's like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck are you doing in here, man?" He takes his mask off. He's like, "I'm taking you to your parents' house." And he's like, "Get back in the car." He's like, "What?" Boom, pushes him into the garage. He's like, "What the fuck?" Right, and then he gets in his car and drives away. The kid flies after him, picks the car up, drops it. His jaw sm- gets ripped in half almost on the steering wheel. Right. Then they show him like sitting there with his jaw hanging off one little um, joint, right? And he's holding his jaw up. He's like, yeah, holding his jaw up. Uh, I think he died. Didn't he? No. Yeah, it was pretty gruesome. Either that or he's fucked for life. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a horror, it's a horror movie with superhero, like the superhero is a serial killer. I mean, the serial killer is a superhero. (laughs) That's what it is. You know, so and then people are like, oh, you don't want to call the cops, okay? Really? Oh, I'm your aunt. You're not really related to me. Um, you found me in a space ball, bam. Um, and the the chick he kills in the diner, he ends up um, hiding in the barn, cutting her open, with all of her organs showing and stuff. Yeah, just weird shit, man. This kid's demented, right? Like keeping her as a trophy, just like Bleh. in a fucking bar in the barn. Um, yeah, sort of like the Friday the 13th reveal where she finds the kid. It's like, whoa, what? And so by the end of the movie, the end credits is this kid running around killing everything in the world. So that's, that's why he's put on that planet is to destroy it. He's not put there for any other purpose but to destroy the world. That's the message that keeps that the, that the alien orb keeps repeating over and over in his head. Ooh. Uh, he's like destroy the world, and it's like in a weird language, and he sort he slowly like figures it out. And uh, yeah, that's it's his like purpose. Every time it gets, huh? I said every time it gets a little clearer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every time he figures it out, and he's like, oh, destroy the world. Okay, and then he's fully powerful. No one can stop him. It shows him lighting fires everywhere during the credits, you know, and it shows. Um, it's called Brightburn because Brightburn is the name of like the uh, God damn it, who is it at the end? I forget his name. But it's not. It's not. It's like an Alex Jones type guy. But I forget yeah. who they have playing him. I forget. But yeah, it's one of those. Like at the end, it's like oh my god, these are all related. La, 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 la. You know, 
black helicopters everywhere. Watch out. You know, one of those. But it's real. Like, um, the, the kid is running around killing everybody. Starting fires. Starting fucking everything. Man, it's, it's pretty brutal. I saw it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, uh, I took my daughter the second time. We saw Book Smart and then did a double feature of Book Smart and Brightburn. Um, it's all right. It's, it's good. I liked it better the second time, actually. The first time I was like, what the fuck? This kid's just a dick. You know? And then, and then I got this, then I'm like, okay, I guess that's the, what they're going for. It's okay, here we go. Oh, severe gore. A piece of glass gets blown into a woman's eye. She pulls it out with the gush, the scene being prolonged and forced on the detail. A man gets laser beamed. We did that one. Blows through the back of his head as pieces of his brain fall out. (laughs) A man gets pummeled off screen and his bloody remains are shown splattered. Oh. This one cop, because she's hiding under the bed, the mom, and this one, like, chick cop comes in, and she, and all you see, like, the blurry blackout is, you know, like, a cartoon, like, somebody slamming up on the ceiling and on the floor, just like, deesh, 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 you know, like, in the background, and then she gets thrown into the room right next to the woman under the bed, the mom under the bed, and she's like, with her face all slashed up and shit, just like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, yeah, that's pretty nuts, dude. It's crazy. A woman's beaten by the superpowered threat off-screen. That sounds. The walls are shaking. Her screams are heard. She's tossed through glass. All before dying. <laughs> uh, the superpowered threat drops a jeep in a man's jaw. Yeah, okay, we did that one. Yeah, hilarious stuff, man. Uh, why do they call it the superpowered threats appear in very, uh, let's see. Superpowered shown flying very fast. Even kills numerous people while flying fast. Yes. So I, t- I t- went over all that. So let's see, let's rate this movie, guys. Bright burn. Let's see. Uh, every little thing's gonna be all right. Uh, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, uh, three to five broken faces, dropped cars. Uh, yeah, broken faces or dropped cars or ripped out glass from my eyeball. <laughs> ripped out glass from eyeballs. Um, yeah, those are good ones. Yeah, Brightburn, guys. If you want to check it out, uh, check it out, guys. Don't worry about a ting. Because every little ting. <laughs> okay, should we, uh, let's see. Should we, uh, what? Let's do it. We're getting right into it. Get to it. Chernobyl! Okay, Chernobyl, guys. Another great episode. What's going on with this series? People want it to go on forever. They want people to die of radiation forever. Right? With Chernobyl. Um, it's a great series, man. It's one of their better ones they put out. 
Uh, with Chernoble. Okay, this one now. Now the soldiers are going in. Uh, the soldiers are going in and killing all the animals. So they're killing all the household pets. Right, so all the dog lovers love this episode. So it's just like, it's like, uh, they had like I guess they had to. I don't know what they're doing. They didn't want them running out, so I guess they all they had soldiers going in. That was their patrols to kill all the animals, cats, dogs, everything. Right, and then they're gonna bury them all. Like they have truckloads by the end, you know, of uh, household pets, just running around to kill patrols. You know. There's a there's a part where they come across a litter of puppies and the mom, you know, and all and the, and the kids like, because the kids like fuck man, and uh, and then like the general's like fuck, all right, I guess we got to do it. And sheesh, 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 sheesh. they don't show him killing all the puppies and dog, but they they you hear it, you know what I mean, in the background. So they killed a bunch of puppies and the dogs, threw them all in the back of the trucks. Meanwhile, this was going on. They're um, trying, they're learning, um, and all these people, and they have what they call, what the soldiers are calling um, egg baskets, what are basically uh, um, pieces of lead that wrap around your crotch to protect your balls is what they think is going to protect them when they're in the really radiated area out there. So while that's going on, they're... 3,000, I think 3,500 men are going up in groups of five onto the roof, ground zero, where all the graphite is, and they're taking the graphite off the roof and throwing it back into the core. They're all going to die. They can't be up there for more than 90 seconds at a time. Oh, jeez. So five people have to run up there. Boom. Don't, you cannot grab it with your hands. You have to grab it with shovels. And so they're taking like two pieces. They're taking one piece with two shovels. Like eh, 90 seconds of time. Uh, it is like the highest. This is the most dangerous place on earth still. You know, and these people don't know. They're like, oh, we're going to give you 40,000 or 80,000 extra rubles for doing this. You won't live enough to fucking spend it. So. But so, your family might. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. So, the, yeah, so all these people are going up there. Th- yeah, 3,500 men, dude. It, I think it took to take all the stuff off the roof and push it back in there. I don't know. They're not done yet. At the end of the episode, they're still climbing up there. And fucking... They're running out there with these, like, rubber shit on that's not protecting anything. You know? <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they're running up there, boom, taking off graphite. And then, all the meanwhile, uh, the lady who was pregnant, remember, who was kissing on her mommy, or kissing on her husband? Remember her? Oh, right. When she visited him in the radiation ward. Okay, guess what happens? Uh, She lost her baby, and she has cancer now. No. She lost the baby, because the baby took all the radiation. Ew. The baby took all the radiation, died at birth. Uh, she didn't get irradiated. The baby took all of it. I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy, right? So, so yeah, because it shows like four months later, 
And she's sitting at a park. She gets all these pains. Stillborn, radioactive baby. Dude, crazy, right? I don't know if she has... I'm sure uh, they haven't shown her yet, but maybe she's dying now. But I don't know. The what? Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. Oh, there we go. I mean, I haven't watched it, Chris. I can't comment too much on it. That's the problem, bud. <laughs> well, I can comment on it. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm commenting on it right now. I'm saying so... No, I'm saying so... Not not you commenting on it. I'm just saying that... Uh, she might... Like, just like scientifically speaking, she might, you know, have been exposed to radiation because the baby came out of her. That was radioactive. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to have watched it. I'm just like, uh, hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, the show's amazing. It's super dark, like always. Uh, people are now... Like, this generation is learning about Chernobyl through this show now. You know, so you get four to yeah. five... They what? I said for sure. Yeah, but they're getting, like, a first-hand, like, holy shit, in an entertaining way. Yeah. It's either this or Call of Duty 2, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We're Chernobyl. But that still is not an impact. You're like, oh, it's a yeah. dead city. You know, this shows you exactly how That's it right. died. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm joking. I know, I know. Fuck. But yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, for sure. I grew up hearing stories about Chernobyl and, and talking about it in like science and biology classes and stuff. Yeah, Chernobyl. Before the show, you could have probably asked my brother, who's only ten years younger than me, about Chernobyl, and he would have been like, "Hmm, what? Is that a kind of beer? You know, or some bullshit?" Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, what do I give this episode? Four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, four to five egg baskets, or <laughs> four to five um, nutsack guards. Yeah. Well, they call them egg baskets. Uh, yeah, four to five nut guards, egg baskets, or four to five uh, uh, graphite cleaners. <laughs> Have fun with that, boys. Have fun. All my while, they're still um, digging the tunnel underneath with all the naked miners. You know, oh, all, this, all this shit's going on, dude. Like, a couple hundred thousand people are being used to do this, and they're all going to die. You know, that's what's crazy about it. Everyone volunteering doesn't knows they're going to die. Mm. Yeah, it's like Jesus. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, at that point, you're just being an altruist. You're like, I'm gonna do my shit and fucking try and save people and <laughs> yeah. not make it worse than it is. Right? That's kind of the definition of human sacrifice. Well, yeah, it is. And if those people, if those people really existed in Russia, I hope their names at least carved in some fucking marble or granite somewhere. You know. Because that's some bullshit. Uh, I'm sure. Like, we don't know any better way to do this. You've got to go fucking roast your entire body in fucking lethal gamma and beta radiation. And um, you'll be dead in like a week at best. And it's going to be miserable the entire time. Uh, so go do your shit. Like, that's what those people were basically told to do. 
Yeah, it's insane. Insane. I've, in the course of my work, I've read a little bit about radiation poisoning and whatnot and the things that those people would have experienced. And yeah, dude, you look like the guy, uh, what's his name? Red Foreman from fucking Robocop 1 when he goes into the vat of fucking chemicals. Yeah, it's not that severe, but... <laughs> no, it, it actually is. They probably toned well, it they, down. Yeah, well... Yeah, but he was exposed directly, like, splashed on his face. I could see that, yes, melting and all that. But these people but, were, like, exposed just for the, in, like, in the air. That one guy's hands did melt when he did t- pick up the graphite. Mm-hmm. Like, his, his whole hands are peeling off. You know? Yeah. Just saying, it's all fucked up, dude. It's, like, yeah. it's not a good way to die. So now they're going through, and they also have huge trucks going through decontaminating Chernobyl. Or like Pipiet. Trying to, at least. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to win a lot of Emmys, I think, this year. <clears throat> I think it's going to win a lot of Emmys. So what did I give it? Four to five? Oh, yeah. Four... For a pipiet. Is that, is Chernobyl? That Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Alright, should I get this fucking last movie out of the way here? We got time. God. Oh, wait, did I have it ready? No. Wait, I do. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Aladdin, the remake with your friend, Whiff. Listen to him. It's a faraway place. It's a faraway place. He did his own thing, but come on. That's live action Aladdin. It didn't work, really. Uh, But it made $100 million this weekend, so it did work. You know? It worked for Disney. A hundred million dollars. It did not bomb. People thought it was going to bomb. It was number one. Made a hundred million dollars. Yeah. You guys all know the story, right? So I don't have to explain it. The the kid was weird. It it took some getting used to. He had like some weird fake five o'clock shadow. So it's like Will Smith as the genie. Um, Mania Masado as Aladdin. I can't pronounce this kid's name. Uh, Naomi Scott as Jasmine. Marwin Kaziar as Jafar. Uh, let's see. Uh, David Naji as the Sultan. I'm looking who the voices are. Uh, no voices. Wasn't, um... Uh, what's his face? Oh, a la- okay. Lago was Alan Tudyk. Whoever, who's Lago? Largo? Lago? Iago? Iago. Iago, the fucking parrot. Uh, oh, I know, I know, I know. It looked like Lago, L-A-G-O. <laughs> it looked like an L. Yeah, he was horrible. It didn't, it didn't fit. I mean, it's hard that's why? It's hard to eat, uh, fucking, what's his bucket? Uh, they, no, they didn't even try it. It was, it was a live action. They didn't go cartoonish. It was, uh, 
It was as if it was real-ish, you know. So, let's see, what are I rate it? Three to five air holes. Two to five eye holes. Two to five large birds. Oh, um... They had a, um... Where is that song? They threw in a Me Too song. I'm just like, eh. It's like, come on, guys. You don't need to do it in every movie. Just leave it as a regular story. They switched the ending a little bit. To where they turned her into a sultan. Did that happen in the original? Uh, you know, I have never read the Thousand and One Arabian Nights. No, I'm just saying the Aladdin show, the Aladdin movie. Well, so they're, they're going oh, by the they're going by the Disney movie. They're not going by anything else besides that. Yeah, so if you're talking about the original Disney movie, I don't remember, but I think he got fucking the Sultan Sultan Tate or whatever, and she became his spouse. Um, but I don't know what happened in again. A thousand and one Arabian Nights is an actual series of myths. So and in Aladdin this one, in, there. in this one, she becomes a sultan, which she'd be dead. No way. Uh, do you think that would happen? No. She becomes a sultan and picks him to become her prince. So they they like sort of you know what I mean? They're doing these weird twists to the stuff now. It's like okay, I guess. Uh, it's like this is weird. You know, just leave it like the normal movie. You know, it was perfect the way it was. It didn't hurt anybody. This song. It's like the new song they shoved in there. It's like, ugh. Called Speechless. Keep me quiet. Yeah, I'll keep you quiet. Shut up. So, overall, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. But it was pretty bad. <laughs> Guy Ritchie did a pretty good job directing it. The CG looked like shit. Mm. Uh, that's why it's two out of five eye holes. You know, the flying carpet's like, ooh. Like in the daytime, it just looked like them on a green screen. So, you know. That happens. So, yeah, guys. Have fun with that shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, they didn't need all that stuff in there. Um, the tiger looked okay. Uh, who else looked good in that? Uh, the tiger, Aladdin. The monkey looked pretty good. I think they put all the money in the monkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, comic relief throughout the whole fucking animated movie. Well, yeah, in this one, he's just an asshole and just steals everything. It's like, what the fuck? Like like he did, right? He stole the chick's bracelet, like in the original, right? That mm, sounds right. And then he had to return it. He tried to sneak in there to return it, got caught. Then had to go, oh, you get to go rub the lamp. Gets caught, gets the wish to get out of the cave. Um, you ain't got a friend like me, pops up. Deep-a-deep-a-deep-a-deep-a-deep-a-deep-a-deep. And then um, pops out. Yeah, it just was like, ugh. Uh, Will Smith tried, you know? Yeah, that's the part that's the most hard to replace. Like, you could have a different Aladdin, a different Jasmine. It's 
really hard to picture a different genie than fucking Robin Williams. But I can see it because Robin Williams' um, actions work great for an animated movie, right? So, no, but they also were handy. But like, but Aladdin. picture picture Robin Williams in a live action Aladdin. It wouldn't work. He would just well, look no, like an insane man. Uh, no, not do blackface. But I'm saying him as the genie. I don't think it would work as well. He'd be good, but I don't think it would work as well. For one, he's white. Uh, doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't picture him as a G, right? Oh, no. Uh, maybe could, I don't know. But but yeah, you need to do tons of cocaine to pull off what Robin Williams did in that show, in that movie, right? That was the thing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to do a lot of speed to be that genie. Yeah, or Dexedrine or something. Oh, You're yeah, getting oh. a, a good line of fucking uppers. Yeah, he was like on fire. Oh, what, what, oh, okay, hot, 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 what, what, what? Yeah, this is insane. See, he just makes it more jazzy, right? Like, see the BS? See? He throws beatboxing in there. Did, did he do that? No. Okay. Could not have. He never did for fucking uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't write these songs, you know, Will Smith. No. No, he's just like, hey, do you want to sing these songs? Here's 40 million. Okay. Yeah. I'm the genie, and look at me. $40 million in my pocket, you see. <laughs> I do it too. <laughs> And it wasn't a bomb, so it's not like he fucking got a bad deal, you know, so. You know, so he's still a, a box office draw. Uh, it's pretty funny. There's some funny parts in there. Will Smith pulls them off. But the movie itself, oof. So there you go, guys. Uh, Mike's in men. Okay, the last one real quick. The Perfection on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Really demented. Uh twisted uh, movie about two chicks that are rivals not rivals but they're uh they come from the same um art school for cellists right and weird shit goes down dude i don't want to spoil this one but this is on netflix Go. a lot of people have seen it already so check it out the perfectionist if you want to. But if not, don't. I don't care. It's no fucking sweat off my balls. Woo! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, just go into it blind. It's better that way. Don't mind some of the bad CG. But yeah, it's sort of a... Uh, what is it? like? A, yeah, it's just like a twisted movie. There's a little bit of gore. Uh, yeah, so the perfectionist guys, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five stump fistings, or hey, or bug pukes. No, stump fistings. So let's go with that. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, yeah, it's a weird one. 
but it's worth checking out on Netflix. It's free. Um, who's it starring? It's starring uh, the chick who was in uh, Girls and Get Out. Uh, let's see. The Perfectionist. P. Okay, there. The Perfection. Sorry. Uh, when Troubled Musician Prodigy uh, Charlotte... Charlotte seeks out Elizabeth, the new star pupil of her former school. The encounter sends both musicians down a sinister path with shocking consequences. Dun, dun, dun. Stump fist. Yeah, Allison Williams as Charlotte. Logan Browning as Lisa. Leslie. Lazy. Leslie? Lazy? <laughs> <laughs> um, Aldiana Hoffman as Paloma Steve Weber as Anton He's always plays a good dick uh, Yeah, Molly Grace as young Charlotte uh, Yeah, it's a demented one, man It's not a family sh- Violence and gore, severe Profanity, severe Sexual nudity, moderate uh, Frightening and intense scenes uh, yeah, there's some good stuff in here. Let's see, severe. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. See if there's anything. Oh, severe language. Strong language, including several instances of the word fuck, cunt, and shit. <laughs> other uses of the re- uh, other uses of language with religious profanity. God d it. That's what they God, God damn it, and other less. Severe instances used as well. Uh, characters drinking liquor. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Disturbing dark themes as well. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Poison Rose. Okay, whatever. That's it, guys. The um, Yeah, so check it out. The Perfectionist. If you want, let's see. So, let me see. What else? Anything else? Um, is that it, guys? Are we out of here? Yeah, I don't got anything pressing. Uh, let's uh, let's play some Turning Teeth. Let's get out of here on some Turning Teeth, guys. Still on this Under the Silver Lake kick. Yeah. All right, who are our friends? We're turning teeth, guys. We are turning teeth? Yeah. That doesn't sound comfy at all. Um, So we've got, oh, let's see, Big Papa Podcast, um, Eyes in the Face, Paint a Black Podcast, uh, The Offensive Line. Yes. uh, Growing Up, Not Growing Old, Bold and Belligerent. Uh, uh, horribly awkward podcast, Geek Dig, Horrible Gamers, uh, Here's horrible a gamer. Noise, Here's a Noise, um, uh, Fearcast, Fifthcast, um, everyone over at BatsquadNetwork.com, go check them out. Oh, and what was their new podcast they have out? The Loudest Podcast? Mm, I haven't uh, caught one. Yeah, so The Loudest Podcast, I think, just came out. It's under their Dead Sled Coffee thing. And it's them talking to all their rocker buddies from, like, Misfits. You yeah. know, all those guys that they're hooking up with. 
All the cool rocker guys, dude. That drink coffee, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, so check it hey, out. You know what? I've ordered plenty of dead uh, dead sled coffee, and they make some good fucking brew. So I will fucking support that personally. My own endorsement. Order some coffee from Dead Sled. It's good stuff. I've made cold brew and I've made regular old percolator coffee. And yeah, and we know two of the owners of the company. Uh, yeah. So fairly personally, but yeah, uh, we we've known them since 2011. Yeah. Come on. We keep we know trying these to guys. beat up and things keep fucking blowing up. That's if, all. If I'm we saw these guys on the street, they'd be like, "What's up?" and fucking we'd hang out. So yeah. 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 <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah. They they're pretty much our buddies. Hold on, you're bra- you're breaking up. So Hold on, you broke up so bad. You're just cracking and backing. Still doing it. <laughs> What's up? Fuck all you neo Nazis. Well, you can suck a giant dick. Is that coming through? That came through. Okay, yeah, that came through. Everything Good. else. So yeah, neo Nazis suck giant dick. That's my last thought for the show. Okay, so um, let's see. All right, so after that, guys. Let's see, what else can we do? That's it. We're out of here. Until next week is Godzilla, Ma, and um, Rocket Man. So stay tuned, guys. Later. Later. Let our blunders be trust funders. You